0: In the gospel today, we heard another healing miracle of Jesus, Jesus healing someone who was afflicted with leprosy. Leprosy in the gospel today can be a little bit misleading, especially if we compare it to our modern understanding of what disease is all about. In the biblical world, in the Old Testament in the New Testament leprosy is actually a general term for all skin diseases it's not just for the kind of leprosy that we normally know but it's the general term for for skin diseases and uh, the way the Jews and the community during the time of Jesus related to someone with leprosy was really based on what we heard from the first reading from the book of Leviticus. The book of Leviticus, the first reading that we heard today, lays out how lepers should be treated in the community, in the society, and what is the manner so that they could be reintegrated back to the society. We all know that during that time in the Old Testament and in the New, someone who is afflicted with leprosy suffers ostracization or isolation in many levels. There is that personal experience of suffering from the disease itself, meaning the physical ailment itself. But also, there is that familial separation because based on the Levitical law, once the priest of the temple diagnose someone as suffering from leprosy, he or she is right away taken away from his family and they, and uh, they live in a leper community outside the town. So they're separated from their families and they were not allowed to have any contact with them. But also there is this separation from the religious community. Lepers during the time of Jesus were not allowed to partake in any religious ceremony because they're considered to be unclean. Unclean here doesn't just just mean physical uncleanliness. But also, there is that moral stigma that was associated with it. Meaning, during that time, if one is suffering from leprosy, you must have done something terribly wrong against God. And this is a punishment that the person deserves. So there is that stigma in many, many levels. So if we understand the cultural and historical context of this story, and we hear that a leper approached jesus it probably took every ounce of courage on him to do this especially with all the normal the normative restrictions that applied to him during that time when people when the community uh, when religion said you can't be near anyone we were told that he dared. He dared to come to Jesus. He defied the norms. And what does this tell us about this guy? This guy was not just desperate to be cured, but rather he was propelled to come to Jesus by his experience of faith, a faith that defies the norm. The words of the leper, too, is very instructive for us on how we need to approach God, especially with the things that we need. These are the words of the leper to Jesus. If you wish, you you can make me clean if you wish. It was not an imposition. It was not a demand. It was not coming from a sense of entitlement. But rather, it's coming from great trust and confidence that I know who you are. I know you are the Messiah. I know everything that you can. I know what you can do to me. But still, let your will be done and not me. You know, I stayed on this line as my... As a point of reflection. It's like, what is my attitude when I come to the Lord, when I ask for something? And sometimes I find myself bargaining. It's like, Lord, if you do this to me, if you give me this, this is what i will gonna give you in return. And how many times in desperate situations, you know, one can find oneself in a sort of a bargaining dynamics with god or sometimes coming also from a sense of entitlement it's like okay i've given my life to you just like what peter said it also in a part of the gospel what is there stored for me or it's like i have given you everything i have been faithful can you help me out with this situation right now this difficult situation you know can you collaborate with me can you give me this favor you know it, it is that it is that relationship i scratch your back and you scratch mine but that is not the kind of attitude that is not the kind of attitude that the leper had it was coming from a deep trust and faith knowing that the messiah will ultimately do what is best for Him. And you know, this is a great attitude for us to to be reminded of. Because sometimes we can be so fixated with the things that we need. My spiritual director told me once, you know, change your prayer to, Lord, give me the courage to accept Your will. But if you may, you can grant my wish. <laughs> but give me the courage to accept your will. But if you may, you may grant my wish. Because many times the struggle that we find ourselves into is really accepting the will of God in our own lives. I mean, how many times I prayed? To God for a cure for someone, for example. And then, after several masses offered and all of that, and then you heard that the person is not recovering. It's not that God is abandoning, but probably it's because I am holding on to my own, you know, my own wishes. I should just change my prayer and say, lord just give me the courage to accept whatever you have stored for this person that i love that i care for that is actually the attitude here of the leper in the gospel today if the leper dared to touch jesus and define the norms the cultural expectation of him Jesus did that as well we were told that move with pity you know I like I like this word especially in the original language where Mark wrote this move with pity here it's not just a feeling of sympathy like I feel bad for you it's not that it's not that's like oh poor you but rather move with pity here the 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 word that the way we can translate it in english too is is moved from the guts there is that great empathy on the part of christ when he saw the situation of the person you know when you empathize with one who is suffering you're not just feeling sorry for what this person is experiencing, but rather you're like feeling or experiencing it yourself. Your intestines are revolving. Have you ever experienced that? You know where you get goosebumps because of the experience of the person. The the person's suffering so touched you that it felt like you're suffering too that's the kind of emotion that we are seeing here in the gospel when jesus says he was moved with pity and you see it underscores the intimate connection that god has with us that god is not just there like okay what's your problem this is the solution bye But rather, He really feels. That is why His divine solidarity that He could give to us is by by taking on our own flesh and dying for us. There is no greater solidarity than that when He took our own flesh, when He took on humanity and became like us he was moved with pity he stretched out his hand touched him when people during that time who were well were told stay away from lepers because you would also be rendered unclean you know it's interesting that when you touch someone who is afflicted with leprosy the person who touched him is right away and clean as well so you have to undergo a ritual of purification meaning you can't partake in any religious service even though you don't have any leprosy. But if you touch someone with leprosy, you're ostracized as well. So when Jesus touched him, you know, it's the other way around. God is transforming that person. I think it was last week in the the gospel acclamation when we were told that Christ bore our offenses. This is what it means. God bearing our humanity. God touches. us. This is another, another challenge or exhortation for us, especially in our act of charity to people. You know, with, a, with me as a priest, there's, there's a lot of people who would ask, for help, with whatever, not, not, not material things. I mean, we get people here in the, in the parish, in the office, or at St. Vincent de Paul asking for help, for example. But not just the mater, material things, or monetary needs. Sometimes we can, one can uh, have that, what do you call that, the fatigue, the kind, uh, the giving fatigue where you just enter into a mechanical mode. It's like, okay, there is someone who is in need. What's the need? Okay, you give it? Bye. Don't bother me anymore. There is really no, no real desire to truly ask, how are you doing? What's going on? Is there anything else that we can help you? It's easy to go to that route. You know, it, there's no longer that personal touch. It becomes like transaction. You know, one of the things that, that I like about St. Vincent de Paul in here is that people there are very personal. You know, they, um, in some cases, after helping, they even follow up. It's not just a one-time deal they follow up you know what else can we do and this is the kind of this is the kind of charity that jesus is demonstrating to us here in the gospel today reflecting on this my dear friends reflecting on this we might not be suffering from any kind of physical leprosy right now but the gospel also is asking us and to up it up in a in another level our spiritual leprosies. What are those spiritual leprosies that, that inflicts us or afflicts us right now that separates us from the grace of God, <laughs> that separates us from our deepening of re, or, or that hinders us to deepen our relationship with our spouse, for example, with our children? You know, sometimes these spiritual leprosies are only known to us and are not even known to the people whom we love. But because we're stuck into it, it also hinders us to deepen our love, our care, and our commitment with a person, with the people who love us. It can be an addiction. It can be a vice. It can be whatever. And Jesus, in the gospel today, is practically just telling us, have the courage of the leper and ask, Lord, if you wish, you can make me clean. And when we come to Jesus, he is treating and looking at us with a unique set of eyes. And not just... Giving us a prescription and say, Here it is, you may go. But rather, he's telling us in the same words that he told the leper I do will it, be made clean.